welcome. Good, nice present, thanks. Um, today is Daf Lamed Vav. We're starting from the bottom of Lamed Hey, Amit Bays. A couple of emails. <clears throat> Good Vach, everybody. Hope you had an enjoyable Shabbos as we did. Ooh, this one, maybe I'll save for later. Yaakov, I got a couple of emails for you. I know it's you got a lot of stuff going on, so we'll do this quickly. Yes. <clears throat> Sam who? <clears throat> Sammy. I just want to know, is Noam, Noam Fix on tonight? I have not seen him the entire Shabbos, and he's right next no to me. Noam's not on. Noam's not on. So maybe he's not feeling well. Okay. Yeah, um, sorry, Noam's here. He is. Okay. Hi, Noam. Next Noam's time, make on. an appearance. He just came on now. Yeah, of course. Sammy! Sammy Morheim is on. Sammy, you know I missed you. Unbelievable. All right, it's Motsi Shabbos. We have uh, close to 80 guys on Zoom. And I don't know what's going on with YouTube. It's like taking time to, uh, to upload. So I think there's a problem with YouTube. Anyways, we have an email from Yitzchuk Meir Lipschitz from Tzvat. I'm not going to read the whole entire thing, but it says like this. Dear Ellie, always a Ellie, day late. Ellie. Yes, yes. Ellie. Yeah, I'm listening. Will no, be, will no one be upset if I come open this door? Oh my gosh. You going to see where he's at? Hold on, hold on. Let's do let's do this live. If if so, let's do it live. Hold on, go go check check it up. Let's go. Come on in, Kami. Come on in. Put on a mask. Hey, hey what's going on? Keep walking. Are you, Noah? Keep walking. Oh my God, hold on. <laughs> this is a guy that cares about about Corona. Oh baby. <laughs> You know it's amazing that both of you are back to back here. Nobody, I hope nobody else comes on. Uh oh. Get away. All right, beautiful. How many guys? We all right. We have almost eighty guys. Bar Hashem. All right. Yeah, let's turn it. Sorry. I apologize, but listen, once in a while, we got it, we got it. the chevra has to be, become live. Live and well. It's not just me sitting here in a room. It's the whole chevra together. Ay, bavoy. All right, yes. A little bit on the camera. Press the plus on the camera. Which camera? On the Zoom camera. Press the plus? Yes, a little one, cry, one oh, time. This, the, like that? Uh, okay, one more maybe. Here, Mary, you press the plus. Oh, no, 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 the arrow, the arrow on top. That's good, that's good, it's good. It was good, it was good. Now, Mayor, the other way, down. That's it, that's it, down a little bit. Go down a little bit. There you go. Okay, perfect. All right, Raboisa, let's go back to the email. It's Mayor Lipschitz. This is time, waste of time. Always they late, but one remark. So, this guy is another Lubavitcher. It says like this Always a day late. But one remark and one question on Daf Lamed Beis. He's holding Daf Lamed Beis. I'm, I didn't read his email yet. And I say them with both a bold and huge heart. The remark, the Litvishik Doilam Taka followed the Gemara to stay away from doing miracles for it diminishes your merits. On the other hand, Hasidish Rebbe's go with self-sacrifice. I guess that's what I said on Daf Lamed Beis. Ready to diminish their merits in order to help others. Said in jest, since many great Litvishik Doilam such as Rav Chaim Kenevsky give Brachas. Now, brachas and moifsim are two different things, Rabid. 
I know what he's saying. He's saying that there people are soimachanisim and moifsim. I hear. The question I don't understand, the proof of the Gemara about miracles, he has the cashier. Okay, but anyway, I just want the pat on the shoulder, and I'm skipping everything. It says a huge fan of yours, and he wrote in big giant letters. And as the Rebbe always encourages, don't rest on past accomplishments. Go, Mikhail, Achoyel, Yitzhak Meir, Akoyen, Lifshitz from Tzvat. I love the fact that he's from Tzvat. All right, what else do we have here? This one I cannot read. This, this, uh, I could read it, but it's just not a pat on the shoulder for me. This one, this one says specifically don't read, so I'm not going to read. I'm just going to take out one part. That he's a big fan from Cedarhurst, New York. And he's very happy that we sing a song at the end of this year. I'm not going to read the rest. Um, this is interesting, but I'm going to wait for tomorrow. Um... Okay, you know what? Maybe we'll just say this anyways. I, maybe, I don't know where he's from. That's the only problem. I was hoping he would be on. You know what? Let's just go. Let's jump into Gemara. We'll... Welcome, mayor. mayor who? Who? Mayor. Which mayor? Oh, mayor's been here. Mayor's... Mayor. When it's the nighttime, he's here. During the morning, he doesn't want to disturb. What? <laughs> All right, when he has Chavrusa, he doesn't show up. When he doesn't, he doesn't. But anyways, Meir is a tremendous Tamad Chacham. We just have to convince him. He got a psak from Rabbi David Cohen that he's not allowed to even daven on a porch minion. So, it's our first big blow-up fight that we had in Halacha. And uh, maybe, I, I don't know, Noam, you agree with him? Because I saw that touch and go there with the, with the porch thing. I, I agree that you need to respect so you go on both. You one day you go like this, Rob. One day you go like that. Okay, Okay, but listen. At least you could just stick your hand out the window and say hello to me and Avi. Something, you know. A little recognition. But thanks for sending your son out there. Zogdi Gemara. So we're holding Raboisai. Ah, okay. Everybody's together now. We have the whole island. We have the Matzishab Asoylam. Yeah, what? We gotta learn. The guys from YouTube are going nuts. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What? What do you want? What? What did you say? I saw Mendy and I heard you. You were beautiful, Chazen. Yishkayach for Musaf was great. And now let's get going. So we finished off yesterday, where the guy takes a shofar erev Shabbos and he blows six kias, truot kia, whatever. The whole six blowings. In order to tell Klai Yisrael that it's Shabbos, stop doing melacha, stop come back from the field. And then the Gemara finishes off and says, and we said even in our days, the Ramah says you should blow a shoifer, let people know that it's Shabbos. Great. But what does he do with the shoifer? The Gemara says he takes the shoifer and puts it right there where he's at. He doesn't take it home, because it's mukta. So the Gemara finishes off saying that the shoifer and the chatzaitzrois, the trumpet, are mukta. So basically, what we're going to have here is very simple. Here's the shoifar, and here's the chatzah Yisrael. It's mukta. Both of them are mukta. But then we're going to bring a b'risa that says that only a chatzah is mukta, but a shoifar is not. So you could, you could make tirutzim. You could say, this b'risa is talking about this, this b'risa is talking about that. The issue is, once we come with a third b'risa that shows that both of them are mutter, then we're going to have to come up to say that it's, there's no excuses anymore, there's no tirutzim. We're just going to say that each b'risa is talking about a different shita. Says the Gemara, 
Votanya. Three lines from the bottom. Shoifar mitaltel. There's a Mephorsha Bryce. Why are you telling me that a shoifer is mukta and he has to put it in a drawer on the rooftop? It says Mephorsha, a shoifer is not mukta. Only chatzoitzros is mukta. Now why would a shoifer not be mukta? Because of the concept of kli, shemelachti laheter. Any kli that you could perform a malacha that's mutter and Shabbos, like drinking. So since I can drink out of this shoifer cup, I could give a child water from here and he won't care that much. So it becomes all of a sudden, yes, it's a cleat that I blow with, and it blowing a sound, making a sound in Shabbos is oser, but I could also use it for something that's mutter. Whereas this funny thing, you can't do anything with. I'm not saying that this is what it looked like in the, in the Beis HaMikdash. This is L'Saber Sa'izen. But anyways, a trumpet, you know, and they use this in, on basically Arash Hashanah also, the trumpet, together with the shofar. La Mishaneh. Yoival came, they blew the trumpet, trumpets, whatever trumpet was in those days. But there's nothing you can do with it. There's no melach of heter with a trumpet. So I'm going to say that a shoifer is mutter, and a chatzaitzra, a trumpet, is asur. Omer, b'yoisi loikashu. So if I have a contradiction between the two braces, then I could come up with something. Kan b'yachid, kan b'tzibor. When you're talking about an individual, individual could use it for his family. You could, you could give, you don't have enough... You know, we ran out of plastic cups. We forgot to buy plastic cups for Pesach. Nobody come give me. I already, already somebody, don't, don't worry. You could use the shoifer. I could go into my closet now, and I give a lazi who doesn't touch anything, only pizza, I'll give him to drink from my shoifer. That's not going to happen. But that's a yachid. A tzibur, if I have a shoifer in the Beis Hamikdash, what am I going to do with a shoifer in the Beis Hamikdash? I can't let anybody drink from it. It's also for them to drink from my Beis Hamikdash shoifer. So it has zero purpose but to make a sound on Shabbos, and that's Asr. Fine. What's your whole reason that it's mutter when it's an individual? I could use it for water. For a young child. Wait a minute. I do have a good purpose for it, even... On Shabbos, B'tzibur, when the Tzibur is chayiv to give food to a child who's poor. Oh boy, guess who's here. <laughs> Come here. Let me show you what's going on. Get over here. Uh, okay. Let me show you. That's my anical, the four-legged anical. <laughs> okay, but there's another purpose. <laughs> Get over here. You got it. Just for the... Say Shalom Aleichem to the Oilam. Everybody wants to meet Mando. This is Kivi's dog. <laughs> All right, go. Shkoyach. Anyway, so the Gemara says there's still a tzoyach for the shoifer, even though it's owned by the tzibur. When the tzibur is chayiv to be mefarnas ani, so they could use it as a cup for that ani. Vesu. And the, the main question is, how does Sanya kashem shemitaldel and sashayifar kach mitaldel and sechatzoitzroitz? This is a furusha brisa that says that you're allowed to, there's no mukta on a, a trumpet or a shayifar. If there's no mukta on a trumpet, certainly not on a shayifar. The problem is we have now three brises. Each one says something else. One brisa says a shayifar and a trumpet are mukta. 
One b'risa says a trumpet and a shofar are not mokta, and then we have the middle b'risa that says a trumpet is mokta, shofar is not mokta. What do you do? Ela loikash mani. So who does it go according to? Ela loikash. Ha Rebbe Yehuda, ha Rebbe Shimon, ha Rebbe Nechemia. So it's very poshut. We already discussed Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Shimon when it comes to mokta. Rebbe Yehuda is more machmer mokta. Rebbe Shimon is less machmer. So. Reb Nechemia is a new shita. Reb Nechemia is a very interesting shita. And he says, yes, there's something called kli shemelachtoi laheter. I could use it, but it ha- you have to be using it for that designated use. So, a shoifar, its use is to blow and make a sound. It's not to drink. So, yes, I could maybe perhaps find a malacha for it, but that's not its use. The, the classic example that the Mishnah the Shulchan Aruch always talks about is, is, a, is a hammer. I could take a hammer and uh, build a building with it, so it's a klishim lachti le'isr. But I could also find a good excuse to use it on Shabbos. I want to lefatzeh goizim. I have those, those walnuts that Yeshua bought me because I mentioned on, in Shir when we're talking about walnuts. How am I going to open them up? The way I open them up is with a hammer. But what's its main use? Says Rebbe Nechemi, the main use of a hammer is to bang a nail into wood. So don't start telling me, oh, I can use it for this and for that. A shoifer also. The main use is to make a sound on Shabbos. That's usher. Yes, you have a use. You could find a funny use. Who's going to drink? Who, which normal person is going to drink from a shoifer that Menachem Mata just blew 400 tekiahs from? It's disgusting. So the kids are, yes, you could use it, but it's a shvach of things. Reb Nechemia says, that's usher. So Mela, according to Reb Nechemia, both are mukta. Then you have Rabbi Hudashita. Rabbi Yehuda holds, everything is awesome, but, listen, at the end of the day, I could use a shoifer as a cup, so that's mutter, but this I can't use a cup, that's awesome. So he makes a, a pshara over here. Whereas Rabbi Shimon, he's, he's, he's matter in mukta, he's very makele mukta, so he says even a trumpet is not mukta, it's not a problem. Great. No, it depends on certain things, yes, but not here. Says the Gemara, but we have a problem. So, according to Nehemiah, that they're both mukta, a shoifer and a trumpet, so why do I need a stick and trumpet? Trumpet has absolutely no use. Once I tell you that a shoifer is mukta and it has a use and it's still mukta, then I don't need to tell me trumpet. Trumpet has no use. So wouldn't it be smarter just to say, a shoifer is mukta. Yes, you can use it as a cup sometimes, but I'm Reb Nechemia, and I'm Machmer, and I hold, even though it's a cup, it's mukta. Anybody could do one plus one equals that a trumpet that has zero use is certainly awesome. So why do I have to stick in Chatzotzeres? Says the Gemara, Kedurav Chizda Dom, Rav Chizda Hanet Las Mili, Shtani Shemayu, Mikichar Beis Amigdash. Their names are flipped. So, since the Beis Hamikdash was Nechrav, things changed. The, the common speech, the vernacular, whatever you want to call it, it, it changed. So, what you called the Chatzaitra used to be a Shoifer, what you called the Shoifer as a Chatzaitra, there's a mix up. So, in order for people not to get confused, we said both. Chatzaitzarto, Shoifaro. A trumpet is a Shoifer. Shoifaro, Chatzaitzarto. Lemainaf Kimino, the Shoifer Shoroshashana. So if a guy comes to you, Amar, it says, hey, what do I blow? I forgot what do I blow. You need to tell him you blow a trumpet. 
Because the trumpet is what we call in our days a shoifer, and what they used to call a shoifer before Churban Abayis. That's it. Very Pasha. Also, Arava Tzavtzafa. We know what we put in our lulav, an Arava, but things changed. Instead of calling it Arava, they call it Tzavtzafa, Tzavtzafa, Arava, Laman of Kamina, Lulav. If a guy comes to you and asks you, what should I put in my lulav, together with my dasim, you tell him, put in a Tzavtzafa, because today it's called Tzavtzafa. Tzavtzafa is actually round, and the stem is white. It's completely different. Psura, Psursa, a long table, a large table, a small table, turned into a shtender, into a small table. Psurta, psura. So if I go to the store and I say, hey, I want a psura, I want a large table. So he gives me a small table. I ask for a small table. So I have to know what, what word is what, what it means. Big nafkemina. Let me add something, says Abaya. Huvlila. So, if we go back to Chulin, if you're looking for this, Yosef, this is on Chulin Daf Mem Ches. I didn't do a new one for today, but if you want to post it, you hear Yosef? I see him looking for it already. Okay. So here's a cow. Cow has four stomachs. One, two, three, four. So we're talking about two and three. They switched the names of the Hemseis, this guy, number three, with two. Big Nafgimina, why? Because this one has a thicker skin. If you remember, again, we had a, a live shechting, and he pulled it out, and he showed it to us. It's very, very interesting, the way the different designs. One looks like a honeycomb almost, the other one looks beautiful stuff inside. Akash is an artist. But the point is that if a needle goes halfway through this guy, it's not the end of the world because it has a double, it's a thick layer of skin. It has a skin, it has fat, it has skin. So if it just goes through half, it doesn't make it a trafe. We're talking about if you find the needle after the shkita in this, it's not trafe. Unless it goes through and through, then it's trafe. But if you find the needle in number three, it is trafe, even if it goes through half, because it's a very, very thin membrane, and therefore it creates a, a trefa. So you need to know what a hemsis is. You can't just say, ah, it's all the same. All four stomachs are the same. Hemsis is hemsis. This is the hemsis. This is very fragile. And if today they call the hemsis besakhoisois, like this looks like a cup, then you have a problem. You don't want to switch the two. Derech once I'm here, I need to mention this again. I know you guys that learned chulen, but I was extremely in a spell from this unbelievable pillah habria that Gosh who makes in animals. And that is, has nothing to do with our sugya, but just, once I'm holding it up. Sorry, I don't have the sheet. I don't have access. I'm sorry. Oh, to chulen. Okay, maybe I'll, uh, I'll give it to you later. Okay. Okay. Basically, if this was a calf nursing, this calf would die. Why? Because the milk would come in and go to stomach number one, and the stomach number one is so strong, it's designed to dissolve grass and all these crazy things that cows eat. So the cow would die. It would take all the nutrients out of the milk and nothing would happen. So Baruch Hu made an unbelievable thing. Only when the calf is young, not when it's older, that the milk goes in and follows the blue, the blue thing here. If you see closely, blue goes directly into number three and then two and it bypasses the green. There's a little hole, the milk drops in and doesn't get destroyed. Anyways, I thought it was a beautiful Pile Habriya, the way Baruch Hu made it. 
Next, to a needle that was found in the Beis HaKoysois. And since Beis HaKoysois is thicker, it's not treif. If it goes through and through, it's treif. But in the... Sorry. Yeah, no uh, problem. Go ahead. A, a welcome to Avram Willig, who's, I think, a new member. He's on. Sorry, Pashma. Whoa, Avram Willig is not a new member. He maybe he might be new. Uh, I mean, on Zoom. I'm Zoom, yeah. Avram Willig likes to watch this year. I, I spoke to him about it. But Shalom Aleichem, Avram Willig. I don't, I don't see him. Hold on. Let me see if I can find him here. I uh, don't see him. Okay. There's 100 people on Zoom now. It's beautiful. Oh, I do. I see him. He's right next to you, actually. On my screen, he appears side by side with you. That's so funny. But I don't see his picture. I just see his name. Fine. Listen, in the beginning, the people are shy. You know what I mean? Donnie, fine. I'm going to read your email, I hope, tomorrow. Oh, it's great to see you. Donnie, fine. Tomorrow. I'm going to get to it. It's a beautiful email. Zok to Gemara. Omer Avashi. I have something else to add to the list of things that changed since Chubin Abayis. People used to call Bavel, they changed it to Borsif. Borsif Bavel. Turn the page, So, Tupshatim Rashi. That basically, simple, get Isha. If you write, instead of Bavel, you write Borsif, or Borsif Bavel, you have a problem because you have to write. The name of the woman, the city she lives in, so that's a problem. And Tysus says, wait a minute, Bavel is the name of a country. Who said it's not necessary to put United States of America or Israel in there? You have to put Bechemesh, but you don't have to put the country. If you look on the side, Rav Nisim Goyim brings Rav Haigoyim all the way in the bottom of Rav Nisim Goyim, and he says something very interesting. I think we once mentioned this, that Bavel is actually a city in Bavel. I just thought it's cool because like in New York also, New York, New York. New York is a city within the state of New York. So there's such a thing. Stop. If you want to have a idea, just an extra idea. Bavel could be to, to, to answer that problem. Or if you want to go with the first Tratan Rashi that you don't have to say B'fanei Nechta, B'fanei Nechta, if it comes from Bavel. Hadron Aloch Likin, Hadron Aloch Likin, Hadron Aloch Hey, is Ruven Chedon tonight? He wanted to do Kira. Where is he? All right, Rabbi Zai, we're starting Perikira. I think it's very Nagea, this whole, I don't know how much we're going to get Mamesh Halach Lamaisa, but at least we're going to know a lot of Musagim, and it's Nagea every single Shabbos, Chalent, putting back a Chalent, taking off a Chalent, putting in the oven, taking out of the oven. What's going on? There's a lot of confusion, there's a lot of Machloikasin, and, 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 and there's Machloikasin within the, the Paiskim. But at least, we're not going to be on Maratim. What, what's what's uh, Grufuktuma? What's what's this? What's that? What's Chazara? What's Shehiyah? We're going to have the Musagim and we're going to look at things a lot better, I think. So, some of the Lashinas that we need to know first is, we had this one, Grufuktuma, is basically, it means that you remove the coals completely out of the oven, and ktuma means you put a layer of ashes. You cover the coals. Here are the coals, they're red. And you put on top of it a, a layer. 
And in both cases, we, you don't have the issue of chitui that you might come to stoke the coals because you made a nice simmon over here and over here certainly they're out of the oven. It's not a problem. What about our ovens today? What, what kind of halach do they have? Now our ovens should be not grufa, not tuma. All you need to do is go like this to the knob and, you, and, the, and it becomes hotter. So there's a problem of chitui in our ovens. I don't think anybody argues on that. Right? What? Right. So what exactly our ovens are? Our ovens are very similar to what the mission is going to be talking about. Now, another thing that we need to know is shihia. Shihia means to leave something on the oven. Usually, before Shabbos, you make something, you make a chal, then you leave it on the fire. It's done, it's well done, it's finished. You want to leave it on till you eat it. That's shihia. Chazara means... To put something back, to take, you take something off the oven, like one would take off the oven the chalm pot to grab some chalm on Friday night, and then you'd want to put it back on, that's chazara. Hatmana we don't really need to speak about, but we, we spoke about before, and that is to cover something, to bury it, to, to hide it in a, in a blanket or something, fine. Says the Mishnah, Kira shisikua bekashu begvava, Kira is a type of an oven. Here's the picture. Here's a Kira. Basically, this Kira, we're going to discuss different, different things. There's a Tanner, there's a Kupach, there's a Kira. Today, we're discussing just this. You could put these pots on top, or you could put the pots inside. Obviously, if it's inside, it's hotter. It's next to the coals. Over here it's on top, a little bit less heat. Kira, that's what we have. Similar to our stove tops. Kashu Gvava, I just, I don't know, I went a little crazy on Erev Shabbos. Didn't have to do this, but I was, I was very impressed with my artwork. This is according to Rashi. Toysus is the exact opposite. Basically, just want to know what Kashu Gvava is. Kashu is the upper part of the wheat. Gvava is the part that's stuck to the ground. I don't know if you noticed, there's a little bit of a line here. Like, they're not attached. Okay. So, this kash and gvava. That's really not important to our sugya. The point is that once we know how straw burns, right? You light it, it gives you a little fire, it's like a piece of paper. You're not going to start stoking the straw. There's no point. It gives you a fast a flash fire, and that's it. So you can go like this all you want. It's not going to create more heat. It's not going to do anything. Why do we stoke coals? Coals are very simple. Because naturally, the upper part of the coal gets black and dark and kind of suppresses the flame, suppresses the heat from underneath. So you need to flip it. You need to break it. You need to do stuff to it. Not with kashu gvava. So kira shisiku kashu gvava, if you have this, this stove, that inside over here you have straw. I could put food on it. Now, Rabbi Yisai, I want you to think about one thing while we're reading the Mishnah. What is the Mishnah talking about? Is the Mishnah talking about Shehiyah? Leaving the pot on from Friday into Shabbos? Or is the Mishnah talking about Chazara, meaning on Shabbos, I'm taking it, I took it off, I want to put it back on. What's the difference? Because that's what Gemara is going to be discussing for the next daf. What exactly is this mission talking about? Now if you read it 
with me now, it'll almost seem obvious that we're talking about Shehiya and not Chazara. Why? Because the end of the Mishnah talks about Chazara. So it almost makes sense that the whole Mishnah is talking about Shehiya, and then all of a sudden we say Chazara. To that, the Gemara says, perhaps not. It's not such a great Raya. But that's the simple, simple reading in the Mishnah. Hmm? All right. So it says over here, you could put, you, if it, there's no problem of chitui, there's no problem of stoking the coals like with, with straw, I could put it, I could leave it on. Let's read it like that, I could leave it on from before Shabbos and the Shabbos. The gefes, gefes is like the, uh, the pit of olives and everything that has to do with the leftover olives. In other words, after I squeezed my olives and I take out the oil, whatever's left over, I would use that as fuel called gefes. With eitzim and with wood. Lo yitain. You're not allowed to put anything on there, on the kiro. So that we said, that's called grufa and ktuma. Until I remove the coals or until I put some ashes on the coals. So the Rishonim already discussed at length. Big Machloikas here. Does Grufa mean like literally like in this picture that I took the coals outside of my oven, or Grufa also means I shoved it to the side of the oven? Okay. It actually now that I'm thinking about it, it fits better into the rest of the Mishnah if they're inside the oven. Why? Those see suit, but I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying the Rishonim are discussing it. Now, notice that now the Mishnah is going to tell us there's two machlaikasin about this grufa. Once I did grufa, once I took out the coals, hot water only. There's nothing wrong with hot water. Hot water, I already achieved a boiling point, so I'm not going to add anything to my, to my water. What am I going to do? It's already hot. But we all know, even by the way, when I was a caterer, I, re- I learned the biggest side and stama. I don't know if you want to hear this. If you put soup on the, uh, on the stove for a day, it tastes a lot better than if it's for five hours. I, didn't, I thought it's a side and chong. But a lot of foods, overnight, sous vide, all these things. Yes, it could be good now. But the longer it stays on there, it's better. This whole thing that if I remove the coals, that's great. Doesn't matter. Once it achieved a certain bishul, it, it's already mevushal. So I don't care. I'm not worried that you're going to stoke, stoke coals. Why would you stoke the coals? And now here comes the second thing. We have to remember these two machlekesin for the little raya in the Gemara here. But we could see it here. All of a sudden, the show up and they say, hey, that's if you take it, but you can't put it back. So what were we talking about until now? It seems like from the Mishnah that we're talking about Shehiyah, leaving it from Friday until Shabbos, come Beishamah and they say, you're not allowed to put it back. But if they're talking about, the whole Mishnah is talking about, you're not allowed to put it back, so what's Beishamah saying? Shem Aleichem, you're not allowed to put it back. And by the way, hey, you're not allowed to put it back. We're talking about you're not allowed to put it back. 
That's why it seems like the Mishnah is talking about Shehiyah. Then all of a sudden, the last line in the Mishnah, it says, You're not allowed to put it back. Why aren't you allowed to put it back? Because it looks like you're cooking. It looks like you're cooking. You're allowed to put it back. Now, I don't want to confuse anybody. It's difficult enough, but I thought there was a beautiful Yisoyed in Halacha over here that I thought was very... Very important to mention. The Taisvah says that even, you're allowed to put it back, even if it's kemachol ben drusoi, as we're going to see soon, hardly cooked, rare, rare, very rare meat. You're allowed to put it back, according to this last line. Not important, what Taisvah says, only for this following halacha. Because the Rambam and all these other Rishonim are arguing Taisvah. But let me ask you a question. What happens... If a guy put back a kamacho ben drusoy like Taisvis, he had a really rare piece of meat, and he holds like basil, we pass it like basil, he puts it back in the oven, he cooks it up, mamish, perfect, that it's, a, it's, a, it's beautiful. According to all these Rishonim, he just was over Isidar Raisa. And when you're over Isidar Raisa on Shabbos, you have to wait. So if I cooked it for another 25 minutes, when Matzi Shabbos comes, I cannot eat it for 25 minutes. I cannot gain. But here's the big chap I want to tell you guys about. That since Taisvis Paskins, that it's mutter, so when it comes to we go by the heter guy. Yes, it's also for you to eat it on Shabbos, because all the Rishonim argue on Taisvis. But since there is one shita that holds, that it's mutter, then there's no Bechadesh anymore. You don't have to wait 25 minutes. I thought it's pretty cool. According to the Rambam, the guy is over Isidar Raisa, he he's Chayv Skila, and he has to bring a Chatos. And Luchayra, because he has to bring a Chatos, you have to wait 25 minutes. No, but the Shittas are Taisvis from France. And they say that you're not Chayv Chatos. So therefore, even according to the Rambam, I could eat my steak on Moses Shabbos right after Avdallah. I don't have to wait 25 minutes. It's a nice chap. Iboilu. So anyways, we're going through one raya today. That's it. A very simple raya. We basically did it already. So let's just see it inside the Gemara. It takes about this whole Ahmed now. Iboilu. When the Mishnah, what is the Mishnah talking about? Chazara? That you're not allowed to put this tafshil, this, uh, when you have gefes, eitzim, you're not allowed to take something on Shabbos, off the Kira, and then put it back on the Kira, Chazara. Ava, Lishois, Mashin, but the mission is only talking about Chazara. But Shehi is much easier than Chazara, right? I didn't do anything. I just, I made my chunt, I left it on the stove like everybody else does today. And it's there for, from before Shabbos. Ava, Lishois, Mashin, Ava, Pishen, When the mission says you have to do grief, I have to remove the coals, that's talking about Chazara. That if I remove the coals before Shabbos, and then let's say Friday night, let's take an example of Friday night. After the suit, I go and I grab some chont. I take the whole pot of chont off. So, say, by Shammai, I can't put it back on. If it, even if it's good. But by, that's Grufa Ketumah, even there's no calls there. I remove the calls before Shabbos. But if I left it on from before Shabbos, I did here. even if this calls, it's Beseder. If the mission is talking about Chazara, so then Shehiyah, which is much easier, Shamalechem Lian, how was Yontif, three-day Yontif, with Shabbos, unbelievable. 
You probably want to take a shower like crazy and you're here learning with us. Beautiful. Ah! Givaldik, Zachizuk. Ava Bishenigor of a Katum. So Shihia is much less than Chazara. So you wouldn't need to take out off the coals. Bishama say you need, even with the coals out, it's no good. Shihia would be, even with coals, it is good. Umani Chananya he. And who, this go, who does this go according to? Chananya. Nesanya Chananya Oimer, Kol Shumachol Kemachol Ben Drusoy. Here's a picture. Machol Ben Drusoy. I'm not saying this is to scale, but just in case you guys are hungry, this is what it looks like. It's very rare, okay? It's a, according to Rashi, it's a third done. According to the Rambam, it's, a half, it's halfway done. Ben Drusoy, again, he was a listim, he's a robber. He, he was always on the move. He's always running away from people and the police. So he, he couldn't make a real barbecue. So he made his meat. It was a third dam. Boom, he would eat it. So Hananya says, once it's, it reached, it doesn't have to be completely mevushal. Once it reached the Kamacha Ben Drusoy, it's a third, it's a third dam. That's him again. Mutul your ladder. Leave it, Yilada Dushihia, Afapi, Sheni Goruf, Veinu Katum. Now, why are we trying to figure this out according to Hananya? Because Taisa says over here, and, and this the other Rishonim point this out, that we hold like Hananya. So it makes a lot of sense for us to fit in the mission like Hananya. Okay? Hananya says if it's Kemachab bin Drusai, so you're allowed to, you're allowed to do shihia on Akira. Even though there's coals inside, there's everything there, it came to third dot, you're allowed to leave it there. Okay, that's one way to say that we're talking about Chazara, and it goes according to Hananya. Or, it's not going according to Hananya, it's talking about shihia. And even shihia, Beishamah says it's awesome. If you remove the coals, great. And if not, it's usur. And if, and if we say so by Chazara, so certainly by, certainly by Shehiya. She is much easier than Chazara. Very simple. We went through this. And the Gemara is going to bring it step by step inside. Since at the end of our Mishnah, the Mishnah starts off talking about putting stuff on the Kira, and then all the way at the end of the Mishnah, we have two Beishamais. One says, Beishamais say only hot water and not a Tavshim, and Beishamais say no Chazara. The two things that Beishamais say. Those are the Trey Bavi. Miditani Trey Bavi Bimasnisin, Beishamayorim Chamin Avaloi Tavshim. Right? That's the first thing they say. Bishamai say only hot water, not a real dish. And then the second thing. Now, as we pointed out, if the mission is talking about Shihia, then what? Then the, the last part of the mission makes a lot of sense. That's what the Gemara said. If we started with Shihia, then the last part is talking about Chazara. Great. This is what the Mishnah says. Kira If you have this kira, this stove that you used straw, mashin, you let it do shihia. Mashin tafshil. However, if you use real fuel, you use 
olives and wood, you have to do grufa ktuma. Umayin mashin, and then all of a sudden Beishamah come along, the Gemara is going through step by step of the Mishnah. What, what is it? What product are you doing Shia with? Beishamah and only hot water, but not a real dish. So that's the Mishnah start off with Shihiya. And then the Mishnah continues. So that makes a lot of sense. It's perfect. The Mishnah starts off with Shihiya, whether I'm allowed to leave a Dishan from before Shabbos all the way into Shabbos. Then the Mishnah switches gears, the last, last line in the Mishnah. Bisha may say, not only Shihiya, but also Chazara. If I remove a dish on Shabbos, Bishami say no, and they still say, in other words, they're just adding another step, not another layer. Not only Shihiya is also, I say, me Bishami, us Bishami, we say, even Chazar is also, which is obvious. There's no difference. That's great if the mission starts off with Shihiya and jumps into Chazara. But if the Mishnah started off with Chazara, what in the world is the last line of the Mishnah? So let's go through it. And it's referring to the first line of the Mishnah. It's talking about Machzirin. You're allowed to put it back on Shabbos. But you do Chazara if it's made out of wood and olives. Until you do Guru Fakutum. And what does Bishamai come and add? What are you allowed to? Bishamai Yoimim, Chamin, only hot water, Avali Tafshil. Great. So they just, Bishamai comes and says, we're only talking about a regular dish, but hot water is not a problem for Chazar. And then all of a sudden, Bishamai Yoimim, Noitim, Avali Machzirim, Huisalayim, Avachzirim. So where's this line coming? What is he telling us? What is he adding? The whole mission is talking about Chazara. And all of a sudden they add, and by the way, Beishami say, you're not allowed to do Chazara. Hasulam Ali. Says the Gemara of Laman Zayin Amadalaf. I'm talking about Chazara. The Chasuri Mechzara. Yes, I could be doichik the whole mission to say it's talking about Chazara. I could say it's talking about Shihia and it works out great. But I don't have a great raya because I could say it's chesuri mechzera. In other words, if I just understand what we're talking about, I stick in a few imaginary words, it all fits in. That what? We're talking about chazara. Yes, we're starting over the chazara. That if the fuel is just straw, you let it do chazara. But if it's real wood, you have to do if it's wood. Here's the imaginary words. But by the way, that's only because I'm talking about Chazara. But Shihiya is different. So Beishamai is not talking about Chazara. Yes. The art scroll Eilong cannot follow you anymore. Do they need another, uh, no, they couldn't follow me from the Mishnah. No, they, 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 they threw in the Mishnah for free, the Arch Oh, you mean they, without English? Correct. They, they, they don't have a lot of dynamic knowledge yet. So all the guys that are using Arch are not following me because they need English and they can't, they can't, and they were warned 
Let's just finish this, this pshat. We're almost done. It's the middle of a sugi. You can't really stop here. The sugi starts from the Gemara. It was all easy. Easy, easy, easy. Listen, this is also easy. I'll say about pet. Everything is great. The bottom line is, the Mishnah is talking about Chazara and Shehiyah. You just have to stick in a, imaginary words here. And Bishama is first, when they, what's the word I, uh, Noam always helps me with this word. Um, not clarify. It, um, no, Noam. When the Mishnah tells me what I'm talking about, it, um, ah, okay, uh, uh, elucidates? what? Elucidates. No, not elucidates. It, it qualifies, qualifies is the word. That's your favorite, it qualifies. The Mishnah is qualifying and saying, however, what is it that you could be Masha? You could do Shia, but I need to qualify it. It's only hot water, not a tafshil. And then he goes back into Chazor. So he takes a break in the middle of the Mishnah Bisham and they say, listen, by the way, Shia is okay, only hot water, not a tafshil. Now let's go back to what the Mishnah started off with Chazor. Okay, very simple. That, the last line of the mission is, by the way, that's only Shia, but Chazara, this is Machlaikis, Bishamim, Bishilel. End of story. That's it. If you want, we could go over the, the, the Art Scroll Oilam. Or they could go over. You could just look up on YouTube, Chazar a little bit, and it's all good. Raboy Sai, Shavua Tov, a good vach. Noam, you ready for some uh, Shira Malois? I've got music playing here in the house. I think we should do it.